Okay. So, it's another day. And I was going to say what day it was, and I was going to say what time it is. But, I don't know. I don't know when somebody might be listening. So, if I give that information, and I say it's Tuesday at 8 o'clock, just let's just say, hypothetically speaking, and you're listening to it on Thursday at three o'clock, I could possibly cause some confusion. And in this day that we're living, I don't need to add any more confusion to what we're already experiencing. I feel like it's one of those things we've all commented on. I feel like I don't have a clue when it is. And my uncle used to say, it's hard being retired. It's hard to know what day it is. Basically, you base everything on the big paper. And we used to know what the big paper was. The big paper was the Sunday paper because it came with the comics and the coupons and all the extra ads. Well, nobody gets a big paper anymore. So how do you determine what day it is now? Uncle Dave, there's no more big paper because, you know, you used to say, oh, it's two big, two days till the big paper day, or it's three days after the big paper day. Well, now what do we do, right? I mean, what is our determining factor? What is that which is never changing? What is that which we can base our understanding, our perception, our reality on in terms of what is today? You know, I mean, you used to kind of know when it was the weekend. Well, who even kind of necessarily knows when it is the weekend? And it's just so crazy. So all that to say, I'm not going to tell you what day it is or what hour it is, even though I've already done that. So if you want to know, you go back in this listening, in this podcast, and you'll find out what day it is. It's all a big secret. Everything's all a big secret. There's no truth. And yet, we all know there are some things that are absolute truths. And my prayer for you today is that even as I say, what is our reality? What do we base our reality on? What is that that's at the center that doesn't change? And I'll tell you, if you don't know, it's Jesus Christ. He doesn't change. He was the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I'm listening to a great book by John Piper. And he's talking about this whole coronavirus. I mean, he's written a book. It's about two hours in audio if you want to go ahead and do some searching for it. <coughs> and you don't even, excuse me, I would have pushed the silence button if I were at the radio, but we don't have a silence button. So sorry for coughing on the podcast. Um, but anyway, all that to say, um, if you want to search for the coronavirus book by John Piper, he puts it out there for free. So, and he's heavy. He's a heavy, deep, very theological sound speaker, writer, but it's heavy. 
I'm telling you what, it's not necessarily easy to listen to him talk about this virus. And I believe what he's saying is absolutely true. You know, he said it's not a season of a sentimental God. And as my sister said, well, what do you mean by that? It's not warm fuzzy that we feel towards God right now. There's things that are hard that are going on around us. There are things that are sad and challenging and discouraging. But God is still God. And he is still good and he is still holy and he is still faithful. And that's what John Piper talks about. He talks about God's sovereignty. And God's sovereignty, his statement in this book is, God's sovereignty that can bring the coronavirus to an end is the same sovereignty that will see you through it until it comes to an end. And so if you get an opportunity, I would encourage you. It is, like I said, a couple hours. I've only listened to the first four chapters and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, It does make you stop and pause. It does sometimes even cause you a little bit of just something rising up in you that kind of maybe even, I don't know, it's not making me mad, but it's definitely not an easy book to read because we often want God to be warm and fuzzy. But if our God is going to remain holy and true to himself, he cannot continue to be warm and fuzzy 24 7 100% of the time he just can't because he's holy and he's righteous and I don't know what he's doing and I'm not going to profess to say I know what he's doing but I know he's good and I know he's God and I know he's in control and so I hope and I use that word hope in a sense that you have that confident expectation that your hope your confident expectation is in God and that means we have to know him we have to take the time to get to know him and as I use that word hope and I read that in a devotional as well the world has this hope this sense of desire this you know gosh I hope my hope my my team wins the game and there's not a certainty in it but when you hope in Christ there is that confident expectation that he will not fail. He is faithful, he is good, and he is loving. And to understand that love and to understand more about who he is, it will require you to go deeper. It will require you to sit maybe a little bit longer, pray to pray a little bit harder, listen a little bit with more diligent listening skills. I don't know. Worship music. There's a lot of ways that you can be connected to God through all this. And I hope that word continues to come come to the forefront of this time that I'm sharing with you on the podcast. I hope that in some ways is that worldly way that you are taking the time with God. But when I say hope in Christ, there is that confident expectation. He will not let us down. He will not fail us. And he will not leave us nor forsake us. Thanks for taking some time here on this day whatever day this is at whatever time that you're listening to this has been brought to you by no i'm just kidding anyway i love you all and praying that your lives are being brought closer to god in all this